0: When I showed up with a recorder, I always let everybody know that they would have final editorial control over this thing, you know, like they would be able to listen to everything we made and we would never put out anything without their blessing as it was.
1: Hello again. Welcome back. This is Farrell. Welcome to another bonus episode of Alabama Astronaut. This episode is something of a companion piece to the forward and episode one combined.
0: We thought we were complete with the podcast. We
1: sent it over to Cody and Cassie,
0: Andrew and Taylor, and then we waited for them all to listen to it. I was about as stressed out as I'd ever been because, you know, we had worked (laughs) on something for an entire year. I mean, me and you had spent hundreds of hours. I just shudder to think at how much gas I've spent, you know, going back and forth, (laughs) going up there and everything. If they would have said that, you know, we couldn't release it, I would have been heartbroken for sure.
1: Please bear in mind that sometimes these behind-the-scenes episodes may contain spoilers for future episodes. So, if you don't like spoilers and you haven't listened all the way through to the Alabama Astronaut Podcast, you might want to check those episodes out first. What was it like for Abe to navigate telling this story, but also tell it in a very modern and worldly way, full of plain talk, cuss word bleeps, (laughs) the mentioning of hard rock acts such as Marilyn Manson, even punk bands like the Sex Pistols, which Abe actually equates to the spirit of the Serpent Handler's music in episode two, a compliment, it turns out. But would it be a compliment to them or would it be an insult? So the day we finished the podcast, before we let anyone hear it, we sent it to the serpent handlers. It was an incredible risk because we wanted to express it exactly how we felt it. And we really did not know if they were going to say, shut the whole thing down.
0: Satan, your kingdom must come down. I would never want to tell a story about somebody that they didn't approve of, you know i mean you know if i was telling a story about adolf hitler i wouldn't give a damn if he approved of it or not you know but <laughs> they these people have been exploited man okay they've been exploited and the last thing they needed was some other jack journalist to come around there and frame them as some ignorant hillbilly or something again you know and that's the last thing i wanted to do It's important to me to show them, you know, the same respect that I would want to be treated with, you know. All I'm saying, man, it goes back to that old treat others how you want to be treated. That's a pretty good way to live, I think. Your kingdom must come
1: This is the first episode of the Alabama Astronaut bonus level series. Now, of course, you became very cautious. I was cautious about leaving anything in that just overtly would hurt these people's feelings. I mean, we did tell it like we wanted to tell it, but we were aware that they were going to be listening to it. Yeah. One thing that stopped me was actually one of your descriptions of their music. I wasn't necessarily sure that it would offend the serpent handling sect, but I did think was a possibility that it would make you look bad or mean, or harsh. And I came to you, you remember that day, I came to you and I said, don't you think we should take out some of the mentions of how you're describing this music because it's brutal? Like this clip right here. What makes this music so special?
0: To me, it's not in like the technical performance of it. It's the fact that they're singing about something that is not even singing. They're Most of the times they're screaming about something And they're screaming in such a primal way. And a lot of it's really just like this very visceral, primal singing that they're doing that's straight from the heart.
1: You called their music primal and primitive. And so did Sean Byrne, actually, in episode five. These
0: people aren't trying to impress anybody. They're just expressing themselves. It's very primitive. You know, it's primal
1: you were adamant right out of the gate that it was actually not an insult it was a compliment
0: yeah well i mean i would never even consider any of those words to be insulting myself in fact if someone called my music primitive or primal or wild uh, i would say thank you That's the kind of music that I find very appealing. I've always been infatuated with punk rock music, and really the more primitive and the more wild it is, the more I like it. You know, one of my favorite rock and roll bands of all time was The Cramps, you know, and that's about as primitive as it gets. I mean, listen to The White Stripes. I think they were called primitive as well. I always liked the bands that took it back to its roots, you know. Teenage Jesus and the Jerks is one of my favorite bands of all time, and it was—it uh, was literally like a guitar and one drum, not a set of drums, one drum, and Lydia Lunch just screaming over the top of it. Whenever I really get like stale artistically, I can turn on Sonic Youth. Sonic Youth came out of the no wave scene, you know, which was just a deconstruction of all that BS that they called rock and roll music. And they just deconstructed it and took it back to its most primitive and basic elements and then kind of created around that. And it's incredibly beautiful to me. You know, the jazz musician named Wynton Marsalis. I know I know you do because you said you went there one time and saw him, right? Yeah. I heard him one time say that the blues was the good part of any music. He said that the blues was what makes rock and roll good. The blues and country music is what makes country good. The blues and jazz is what makes the jazz good. And when I heard him say that, I was like, yep. It put words to a feeling that I've had for quite a long time. There's something about that blues scale that's very primitive and primal feeling. It feels ancient and old. There's so much left to say. I mean, there has to be a season two, because I mean, honestly, there's so much that we've uncovered about this music that we've yet to tell. And some really remarkable stories. I mean, stories that have never been published. And I know that, because I've read all the books and they ain't never been published. I believe it's going to shock people to know just how close serpent-handling music is to them, and they never even knew it, you know.
1: So, of course, back to the main thesis that we started this episode with, your relationships with these people. You know, to get to the heart of this music that you are pursuing, you obviously need help, and there are going to be paths that perhaps they will lead you down. I mean, what I'm saying is it had to be beneficial that your relationships started to spark with them. And so it obviously heightens the drama when you send this podcast to them to see what they think. When you said that we spent those agonizing days, that was probably what about, that was before Christmas. It was actually in November. When you sent them all of the episodes at once to hear. Yeah. What were you most concerned about? About, was there a portion? Everyone that's listening to this has heard the entire series. What were you worried about?
0: I was worried that they were going to listen to the first couple episodes and say, see, he got us. He tricked us or something like that without listening to the whole thing because it goes without saying, my perspective on the whole thing changed a lot. And I told them whenever I gave it to them, I said, now listen, y'all don't stop at the beginning. Just listen to it all the way through because those first episodes were made before I even had really any type of real relationship with them. It was I was kindly looking at them more as subjects than people as I became closer to them and they became more like real human beings to me and I began to uh, look past just this one, some people would call outrageous detail of their manner of worship, you just, I don't know, man, you know, you just, you just start, uh, you start thinking about the whole thing differently.
1: Okay. So you send it to them. Days go by. We're positive that they hate it and they hate us. What happens?
0: I was really worried that they didn't get it. I was worried that it was going to land on them sideways. Yeah. I was at the bowling alley with my two boys and uh, this text came in and uh man the tears just started welling up in my eyes Hmm. really of all the text or you know man i've got all kinds of things people said about me because you know anytime you're doing art people say stuff about you and people criticize you and then a lot of people they'll talk good about you you know depending upon what how they feel about your music or your art or whatever and You know, I appreciate it all, but I've I've kind of grown immune to it, you know, because to me, I I know it's just very, uh, it's just, you know, if you get tied up in what other people think about you and all that kind of stuff, it just, man, that's a roller coaster I don't want to ride on.
1: You need more and more flatteries to recharge your batteries? Uh, Yeah, that's exactly right, buddy. (laughs) You can
0: quote them now. That's good. (laughs) Anyway, uh, this text here, man. This, to me, was the pinnacle of the entire year. This was over a year's work, and you had been with me since October. And to me, this was the final scene in the movie that just makes it all worth it. This is the text. I'll read it to you.
1: All right, Taylor Hamlin, that's Andrew Hamlin's wife. She co-pastors with him at the free pentecostal house of prayer in gray kentucky and also we found out at the very end of the first season of alabama astronaut when andrew came on himself there was a revelation she did not really want us there at all yeah all right what'd she text us she said well i just finished the
0: podcast let me say first of all i was your hardest critic If there was a single person you've ever met in your life that was against you, it was me. I did not trust you. I did not want you coming. I didn't want to let you set up equipment. I knew without a shadow of a doubt you were coming to exploit us. You were coming to mock us. You were coming for your shot at us. And you would leave us broken from yet another failed attempt to share who we are. I am generally not wrong about people. I like to say I know who you are, what you're like, and what your intentions are within the first five minutes of meeting you. I pride myself on generally being able to discern people's spirits and their personality. I've been right way more than I've been wrong. Truly, I can count on my hands how many people I ever fully been wrong about. I know people, but when I tell you that I have never in my life been more glad about the fact that I was wrong about someone, it's you, Abe. As I sit here bawling my eyes out, overcome with so many different emotions, I'm proud that I know you. I'm grateful for yours and Kathy's friendship. And I know without even a glimmer of a doubt that God himself ordained both of your presence in our life. In this moment of time, It's always been his will. From from the time you were a minister yourself until now, our friendship was ordained. You've been where you've been. You've been through what you have. You ran away as far as you could from religion. You've looked at it all in a negative light so that God could mold you. For this very purpose. I have never felt more loved for who I truly am, not by friends, not by church people, not even by my own family, than I know that I am by you and Kathy and also by you, Farrell. I've never felt wholly accepted for exactly who I am until now. You've talked all through the podcast about how life-changing this has been for you, but what I don't think you truly realize is how life-changing this has been for us, and even more than us for me. Satan, your kingdom must come down.
1: That is all for the first bonus episode of Alabama Astronaut season one. As we've mentioned, this first bonus episode was free and we sure hope you enjoyed it, but to unlock more of the Alabama astronaut bonus episodes like this one, you will need to visit the Alabama astronaut website and then click on the bonus content tab there. You can sign up for one of two tiers. The $5 astronauts subscription, which gets you all seven bonus episodes or the orbital astronaut tier, which for $10 a month gets you all of these episodes. Plus video installments of Q and A with Farrell and Abe. We will give you the opportunity to submit your questions to Abe and me. And if your question is selected, Abe will do his best to answer them. But either way, you will get to see it all. Abe answering audience questions with the Orbital Astronaut subscription. How could that be bad? To all of you who have subscribed, next week we will take a scary van ride up to West Virginia in the desolate hills on the shoulder of Abe, who risks his life and limb for these songs. Until then, thank you all for listening to Alabama Astronaut, the podcast.